to the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast. If you love running or eating, you'll love this show. Now, here's your host, Monica Olivas. Hello and welcome to the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast. My name is Monica Olivas, and this is a special episode of the show because I am not talking about running or eating today. We're kind of talking about some serious stuff. If you're just here for the running and eating, we can hang out on Friday, but I wanted to give you an update on my life and how I am dealing with very serious things right now. So you've been warned. It's not going to be, they're very sad and serious topics, but I am not going to dwell on the sadness of them with you. I want to let you know how I am working on processing these things because I am not the only person that goes through sadness and has to deal with these heartbreaking events in life. So I want to share because you are not alone if you are dealing with something like this. And yeah, let's talk about it. So last week, I had to put my dog Roxy down. She went to doggy heaven and she was old. She was 13 years old and I knew this was going to happen eventually. Um, And yeah, she just kind of, it was time, definitely. But it was unexpected to happen that specific day. And I already had a flight booked for the next day to go to Florida and see Ben's family. And it was just kind of this very emotional week. Putting Roxy down, which was heartbreaking and actually a little shocking to me how sad I was about it because I lost my grandma within this last year. I gave the eulogy at her funeral, which is, you know, crazy. And my aunt passed away last month and having to deal with the loss of a relationship, I was a little surprised at how hard it was to say goodbye to Roxy. It was heartbreaking for sure. And I thought that I am super resilient, especially with all of the loss that I've had to deal with recently. So I was a little surprised by that. And then the next day, I am on a flight headed toward Florida to see Ben, who is my ex. And that was a very, very hard relationship to end for me. And his dad is very sick. And basically, you know, I was telling his dad goodbye and seeing his family, which when you end a relationship and you are close with the person's family, you're also losing them too from your life. And so there's just like a lot of loss and heartache that comes along with a death or a divorce. And on the plane, on the way to Florida, I started writing a post to kind of share my thoughts on you know these different losses that I have had within the last year and they are big things that I have had more loss and kind of had to deal with more grief within the last year than in my entire life previous to this combined it has been really challenging and I have tried to keep it in perspective so I definitely want to talk about that as well And today, anyway, I'm not getting into the details of my relationship at all, but 
I always like to say that because I am only one side of the story, right? So, and you don't have to take sides. It's just my version and it's not me versus Ben on any level. I'm just letting you know how I've kind of processed a divorce or, you know, going through it because we're still going through it. Um, and if I say anything about the situation or about him, it's again, my side of the story and it's not fair to only hear my side and judge it based on that. But I want to talk about this a lot and more often because according to statistics, 50% of marriages end in divorce, right? So that is a lot. Why are we not talking about this more? Because it is really hard. And it's even harder when you don't have resources to help you get through it, to help you check if and see, is this normal? Am I dealing with this in a healthy way? Am I the only one that feels like this? And I think, I don't know, it should just be something that more people are talking about in a positive way in terms of if this is what it is and there is no other options, because I definitely think if you are at a crossroads in your relationship, definitely in your marriage, you should fight for it. The grass is not greener most of the time. Outside of being in a unhealthy, abusive relationship on any level, obviously, never put yourself in a situation like that. But outside of that, like I I would definitely encourage anyone I came across to fight for their marriage because it is a very special and sacred thing that is also hard. So that being said, if you are dealing with the loss of a person in your life through a breakup or a divorce, I kind of want to share my thoughts on it because I wish I had more resources when I was in the shit, when I just was devastated and I don't even know what I was Googling. Like I was all over the place, but I just wanted to hear from someone that felt like I felt at the time or that could tell me, this is what you need to do. This will help you. Um, this is what to do next. This is how to think about this. Um, it was just, I was very desperate for hope and a light at the end of the tunnel. And this is actually something that I asked my therapist at one point, why are there not more resources for people dealing with divorce? Because if it is so common, we should be seeing tons of websites and self-help books and Instagram accounts that help people get over this very hard time in their life, right? And obviously, there's a lot of people having to deal with this, half of the people that have ever gotten married. Um, And she pointed out that there aren't necessarily a ton specific to divorce, but there are a lot of resources for dealing with grief. And it is very similar because you are losing a person from your life. You are the way that you pictured your life going and you pictured it with them. That's not going to happen anymore. And so you need to deal with the new reality of where you are in the world and what your future is going to look like. And so 
it is a process and it's definitely a long process and you have to kind of deal with a lot of those things, you know, the five stages of grief, um, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. I'll put some links in the show notes actually to some more information on this, whether or not you need this right now or keep it in your back pocket or give it to someone that you know needs it. You can send it to them at runningrepeat.com. But one of the big things to remember is that everyone processes loss differently and you need to know yourself. Self-awareness is so important and I talk about it a ton. Maybe we will talk about running today actually because I talk about self-awareness a lot with running because you need to know your body and you need to know if your body is trying to tell you it needs more rest or if you are just kind of being a baby or if an injury is coming on or you need more fuel or you know, when you go to the doctor, you need to know how to be your own advocate and know your normal. Um, So self-awareness is everything. And this applies to emotional situations as well and how you are dealing with, I mean, any kind of really big emotional event, right? But dealing with death or loss, realize, okay, I think this is a healthy way to process it or maybe not. Or maybe none of the stages of grief apply to you. And that's fine because there are a lot of things that don't apply to you. You're just a special snowflake that deals with things in a very unique way. Know yourself and be honest with yourself. And do not be too proud to reach out for help if you need to. And that is that could be like a friend. That could be church. That could be a therapist. um, That could be me. Like if, if you're in a crappy place, definitely get help. And a lot of this stuff is very fresh in my mind right now because I am talking to a friend a lot who is going through a big breakup and having a hard time with it. And I am kind of reliving and sharing a lot of my experiences with getting over, you know, my previous relationship. So this isn't the most happy, hopeful thing to share small picture immediately when you are in the suck, but big picture, I promise it's better because when you are first going through a huge heartbreak or loss, you think you're never going to get past this. You are never going to be happy again, or you're not going to find someone that you love as much, or you're going to be alone for the rest of your life, or it's just hard to see your future in a happy way when you pictured it with this person. And I agree that there's going to be a chunk of time. I call it the six months of suck. There are six months of suck where it just sucks and it's sad and it is hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And it is impossible to see yourself happy with someone else or happy in general. I agree. Yes, it's going to suck for a while and it's going to be kind of sometimes living on the brink of tears or being angry at yourself or at the other person or at a third party that was involved or just being in denial or telling yourself you'd be willing to do anything to get them back. Like you just have to go through this process. But one day you're going to wake up and be happy going about your day. And it's going to occur to you that, oh my gosh, I'm not sad today. 
I did not think about that person all day. You're going to be living your life and a little while later think that you started picturing yourself with someone else or doing something totally different from the life that you pictured with this person or going on vacation with someone new and you're super excited about it. You don't necessarily feel when it happens, um, but it'll happen that you will move past it and it'll be an important chapter in your life for sure, but you're not stuck there and you are going to be happy and it is going to be awesome. It's hard to see when you are first in that like very fresh sadness and loss, but six months of suck, you just like hold on tight, try to stay positive, surround yourself with happy things and friends and be kind to yourself and extend yourself some grace um, and take care of yourself. And that is like physically and spiritually and emotionally, like on every level, take care of yourself and you're going to be fine. And you're going to realize it on a random, you know, Tuesday afternoon, just going along, picking grapes out at the grocery store, just the good ones without the spiders um, and realize like, oh, I don't even care about X, Y, Z anymore or It just is a very, very happy, hopeful thing. I'm like very excited actually as I tell you this because I know this is going to happen for my friend and I keep telling her like, I promise like you just got to get through this and you are awesome and it's going to be okay. And it's just really hard to see right now. Um, And I'm hopeful and I just like, I'm excited for her to get to that place because it is such a kind of sigh of relief, this thing that just like lifts a weight off of your shoulders, this like weight of like sadness and grief. And to be happy and optimistic about your future is awesome. And hopefully you don't, it's not six months of suck. Maybe it's just six weeks of suck for you because you are superior. And I hope that is true. But I did want to share that because I think, like I said, we don't talk about this enough and we should because it's hard enough without having to deal with it and then also feeling like there's not other people out there dealing with it along with you. But there are. And I was one of them. And you're going to be okay. I promise. Now, while I think I can roll with the punches for a lot of things, losing people, saying goodbye, those things do not apply for me to kind of be able to roll with. I'm actually really weird. I say I have attachment issues, um, but I don't actually know what those are. I am so bad with goodbyes um, or losing someone or someone moving away. Um, I get sad when I drop someone off at the airport. Like I, they're going to be back in two weeks and it just like makes me really sad. I have this really weird thing with goodbyes and someone leaving. I don't know. So I think that it is extra hard for me to deal with loss and losing a person permanently from my life. It's very, very hard. At the same time, I guess to make up for it, maybe God has given me this very weird outlook on life where I realize I am so effing lucky. I am so blessed. It is ridiculous. And I am so grateful for that. And I think that's what kind of helps me keep going and stay positive. The fact that 
I have this podcast and I live in California and I have a great family and I love them and they love me for the most part. Hopefully they tolerate me. I'm, I'm a handful. Um, and I have access to more than enough food and clean water. And I went to college. I just like all of these things. I am so lucky and I realize it. And I just think that I could have easily, God could have dropped me off in the middle of some, you know, farm in Mexico and been like, this is your life. It's a different, it's a completely different life. And I am very, very grateful for this situation. On the worst day of my life thus far, you know, where I, you know, my husband says, I don't want to be with you, like, peace out. And it's just very heartbreaking and shocking and just sad and scary and all of these things. On the worst day of my life thus far, there are tons of people that would trade places with me because I still live in a safe place and I am still I still have a ton of resources and I just realized that. I realized that <laughs> I don't want to dismiss anything that I have had to deal with and I don't want to dismiss like I don't want to downplay it because it's been very very hard obviously or I wouldn't be talking about it, right? At the same time, I just think you don't have problems to myself. Like bitch, you don't have problems. Like if, if you were able, if you have the opportunity to complain about your problems on your podcast, because you do a website and social media for a job, like, no, get it together. Do not feel sorry for yourself. And so I think if I ever were to really get in a funk and feel sorry for myself, just the realities of looking around at my life, I just would not be able to because there are people on earth that have to walk miles to get water for their kids and have to put their kids to sleep hungry and are, you know, forced into being sex slaves or they are tortured or they grew up being very abused. I am so lucky. I am so blessed on the worst day of my life. I am just very, very grateful for my situation as much as it is real and sad and valid and something that I need to work through for sure. Um, I just realize it. And it's this weird, I realize it about everything. Like I never have looked at someone else's, and this is what I don't get. So it's kind of hard for me to relate. But when someone else kind of, talk shit about someone else's lifestyle, like they want a fancier car or house or whatever, especially because I live in Orange County and people are very fancy around here. I just never think that. I I think that I kind of like, I don't know, tricked God into giving me this super awesome life. And I just like got in the other line. I was like, oh, okay, can I stay here? Like this line seems super awesome. I get to live in California. I have an awesome family. Like you know, I just realized that I got a great deal here and I am grateful for it. 
And I am also grateful for the opportunity to share my experiences with you because nothing comes easy to me. It has not been easy to run. It has not been easy to lose weight. It has not been easy to get over, you know, divorce and death. And I am happy to be able to share. And I hope that this has been helpful for you. Maybe it's been a little entertaining, not as entertaining as a lot of other times. If this is your first time listening to the Running Repeat podcast, I swear, normally it's a lot more fun. We do a warm up and we do awards and there's all this other fun stuff that goes on. Right, everyone? Wink, wink. There is really a warm up normally that I wanted to do. I just kind of wanted to get into it because it was just like, this is going to be heavy. Let's talk about it. Um, But we will be back to running and eating very soon in the next episode. Let me know if you have any questions. You can email runningrepeat at gmail.com or you can call the RER voicemail line. I will put the phone number in the show notes at runningrepeat.com. If you have a minute, please rate the show and leave a little review. It super helps other people find out about it. And yeah, I really appreciate you hanging out. This has kind of been a little bit of a random, serious episode, and I hope it was helpful. So I will talk to you soon. Have a great run. Thank you for listening to the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast. For more information, check out runeatrepeat.com.